I'm all about building communities, celebrating unique journeys, and sharing stories about the paths people have taken to enter the tech industry. Join me as we explore the skills my guests have learned in their prior jobs, schooling, or life experiences, and how they apply them to their current roles in tech. My guest today grew up in Brooklyn and moved to New Jersey during high school. She has always been obsessed with tech and planned to study it after high school, but began getting herself into some trouble. She thought she had missed her chance to make tech a career and in 2004 became a house painter. In 2019, she decided to teach herself to code in hopes of a career switch. She started at Lambda School in early 2020 and will be graduating soon. She was invited into Underdog Devs in September of 2020 and has become an active part of the community. She's finishing up Lambda School in February 2021 and is looking forward to finding her first job in tech. I'm your host, Lauren Lee, and this is We Belong Here, Lessons from Unconventional Paths to Tech. Her name is Jessica Bonanno. Jessica, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm really happy to be chatting with you today. Uh, I guess let's start at the beginning, shall we? Sure, sure. Okay, yeah. Okay, so can you tell me more about the experiences that you had before you entered the tech industry? Well, I've always been really fascinated by tech. Um, growing up in the 80s, my first computer was like a, a DOS computer. And yeah. there's not much to do with DOS, but I would spend hours, you know, at, with, the, with the green, the, uh, gosh, what's it called? The cursor in front of me and just figuring out the file system and going through it. Um, and, and just going forward. I mean, the 80s, everything was exploding and, and I was on board. I was in it. You're I loved it. it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. I, like, I'm the person that friends and family come to when anything tech related is involved. Yeah, for it. sure. For I, sure. I, I mean, I love it. I love problem, problem solving, figuring things out. It's, it's just my thing. Mm, uh, my family that. was kind of, thank you. Uh, yeah, my family pushed me to get into it uh, after high school, which I was set up to do. But my path went a different way. I, I got involved in the wrong groups and, and got myself into a bit of trouble. And I, you know, I thought that was it. That was it for me. So that's that's my uh, before when, tech destroying <laughs> destroying the opportunities. So when you say you thought that was it, as in like that career window had kind of closed for you? Oh, for sure, for sure. I thought any decent career window was closed for me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Uh, and so you, as I mentioned in the, in the intro, you uh, pursued painting houses uh, yeah. and, um, and have been doing that for a while. So what was the blocker there? What kept you from entering the tech industry, I suppose? I, I thought I didn't have a chance. I thought, you know, once I had a background check, that was it. I, I wouldn't even be allowed to do anything. And, you know, finding painting, that was something I was good at. And I thought, you know, this is good enough. I thought it was, Mm. it was better than I I even deserved, honestly, because I I made a decent career for myself out of painting. I was natural to it. And it served me good for for 16 years. But, you know, I'm getting old and I'm getting older. And I've already had one back surgery and I've kind of maxed out at, at getting better and and moving further, like I, I'm, I'm as fast as I think a painter can be at, the, at this point. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like I even have the, the the tech mindset when I'm painting. Like I'm constantly timing like myself, nice. my efficiency. <laughs> like you know, almost like painting algorithms. How can I paint this Georgian faster? And yes. you know, I, I think I've reached reached the max. And uh, I, I just I thought honestly because I paint alone, 
I listen to podcasts, and I'm surprised I haven't heard of yours, but I listen to podcasts and audiobooks all day because I'm alone all day. Yeah. And I started listening to some tech podcasts, and here, actually, I heard some guests come on saying how, you know, they had criminal histories. And I was like, well, you know, if these guys can do it, maybe I can. Mm. Um, and, and that's what really changed my mindset. Like, let me let me give this a shot and, and see, you know. I see. Okay. But, so- yeah. So, so it sounds like that was the moment then that you decided to, okay, let me explore this or like, I might want to learn to code. Um, and then that's when you started looking into Lambda. Uh, well, no, actually I, I didn't even know about Lambda. I didn't even know about boot camps. Ah, um, sure. I, I was like, I looked online. I was like, what's the best language to learn? Cause mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm fairly good at, at picking stuff up. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm decent at learning. I don't know what I have like a method that works for me. So I, I'm just like, let me just see what's what's the best for for getting into programming. What's the best one to learn? What's most in demand? And Java came up. So I was like, okay, I had I had no idea what I was getting myself into. But I was like, all right, I'm going to teach myself Java. So I started that in October of 2019. And I, I picked up the concepts pretty well. Nice. And, I, you know, how social media just knows what you're doing. So I started getting all these Lambda ads in my, uh. in my social media. So, and I, honestly, I looked into it and I thought it was a scam. It didn't sound real. It sounded, it really sounded like a scam to me because with the whole, you don't pay anything until you get a job making over so much. I, I couldn't believe that it was real. Um, but I, I kept seeing it, kept seeing it. And by December, I, I started looking at some YouTube video reviews and whatnot. And I was like, all right, let me just try. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, they're JavaScript based and I'd never touched JavaScript, but I was like, all right, let me, let me give it a shot. And the concepts that I learned from Java translated really well. It was just a matter of picking up the syntax. And I took their pre-course work that night. Uh, it was actually, I think it was the day before Christmas last year. Oh. I took their pre-course work that night. And by the next day, I'd finished it all. And I was accepted later that day. I couldn't believe it. Um, oh my gosh. And I've been with them ever since. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing. It really was. And I, and I love it. I love Lambda, honestly. Yeah. It sounds like you are really enthusiastic and have like, um, enjoyed the curriculum, uh, and that it's like been great for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Like I said, I've been painting alone for so long. Um, I didn't know how I was going to do in the working on a team setting and it's actually right. been, it's been amazing for me. Um, I picked these, the, the concepts up quick also, and I, and I, I've been able to work ahead and all, on all my coursework. And I found okay. that I, I really have a knack for, for wanting to help and, and teach. I hold little study groups. Oh, that's um, great. And, and that's something I never knew about myself. I really enjoy that. I, I like getting in there and, and helping people understand the concepts. And I actually love working on a team. I, I had no, no idea about that either, but it's really awesome. Just uh, being able to bounce ideas off other people and see, mm-hmm. you know, with programming, there's so many different ways to approach one problem. Exactly. And yeah. yeah. I love being able to see all the different ideas and, and take little bits and pieces from, from all of them. It's, it's awesome. Like this whole, this whole line of work is, is just a dream for me. So I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah. It's a nice surprise. Like I'm sure the concept of like working in a cohort probably felt like a little intimidating or confusing of like, well, I like this. And and then suddenly like, oh wait, everyone like is approaching this in a different way. How fascinating is that? Like, wow, there isn't one correct way to approach a problem. And I can see how my classmates are doing it and learn from that. And yeah, there's just something really cool in those learning moments also. Uh, I'm a bootcamp grab myself and I, yeah, can really relate to that feeling. 
going. Um, that's, that's great. I'm glad you found them. It sounds like it's been a really successful, um, journey for you. So, so tell me then, how did you find underdog devs or under underdogs? How underdog devs? Yeah, you had it right. Okay. So Um, how did you find underdog devs? Sure, sure. Uh, well, we, we use Slack at, at Lambda and okay. Rick actually graduated from underdogs. I didn't know who he was, but in our random channel one day, he posted saying, if anyone has, or if anyone knows or has a, a criminal bra- background trying to get into the field, you know, reach out. Uh, we have some okay. mentor and mentoring yeah. going on and we're, we're trying to set up something. So this was before he really technically created it. Um, and so I reached out, you know, I was like, it, it can't hurt. So, and we, sure. we had a, a good conversation. We talked on the phone for a while and he, he, Rick is amazing. He's such a good pep talker. <laughs> He's like my biggest cheer, cheerleader since me, meeting him. Um, and we, we really hit it off and he, I guess he started up the, the underdog Slack channel and invited me in. And he's got, I mean, he's got mentors coming in from, from such wonderful positions in, in tech. Um, just here to help us out, just help us network. And, and I think that's the hardest part for a lot of us because, mm-hmm. you know, when we have these mi- mixed up backgrounds, a lot of us, you know, we don't feel like we fit in already. Sure. And now coming into tech is like, you know, it's a, it's a big step. And yeah. he's got amazing people in here. Just he's paired up a lot of us with one-on-one mentoring. He's got mm-hmm. speakers that come in and and give talks. I mean, it, it's just been really awesome. And, and he gives us opportunities uh, to kind of step in and take some responsibility as well in within the organization. Like he's got me in like a little intake team um, and, and he values the mentors opinions, but he also values the mentees opinions as mm. far as like who comes in and, and how, where are we, where are we going with this? So it's, sure. it's been really amazing to be part of, part of everything. Yeah. And kind of helping form what the future of it looks like. It sounds like also. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Cause it's so young right now and it, it seems to be exploding a bit. Everybody is, really into what he's doing. It was a great idea, really. Okay. For those who are unfamiliar, can you share the mission statement of it? Oh, sure. Uh, I don't even know that we have a mission statement yet, really. It's so young. Um, (laughs) But essentially, I mean, it's it's really just a a Slack channel. um, And he's got people with, um, I guess, what do they call it? Justice impacted backgrounds coming in um, mm-hmm. who are trying to break into code and he's got a ton of mentors in here who want to give their time and, and skills and looking over resumes and giving advice. Um, and he's kind of pairing us up one-on-ones. He's got iOS devs, dev devs, I mean, any kind you can think of. He's got people in boot camps, but he's also got people who maybe haven't even started yet and just think it's interesting. Um, I mean, every level and there's room for, for mentees to help other mentees, mentors um, to help other mentees. It's, it's just a nice community. It really is. I mean, it's the power of community once again, right? Like in feeling safe and comfortable to share a question when you're confused about something, but also like, okay, I'm navigating this interview process process? Like, can we have a dialogue about this? Like, help me, what are tips? And yeah, just kind of like not being alone in this journey. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the, the whole social aspect of everything mm-hmm. is, is what seems to be the hardest for me personally. And it's really broken down a lot of, uh, a lot of walls I had just thinking about going into it. I, I've been able to set up a few mock interviews already. Great. Um, I've got an actual real interview that I, I just had recently through them. Um, in a group called Next Chapter. Great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, yeah. And, and just having those, those people that are, that are accessible that you can talk to, 
Um, and it's not, you know, it's like I'm terrified of the idea of cold outreaching on LinkedIn. I mean, it, it's, it's just not something that sounds fun to me at all. And he's created a space where it happens much more naturally. So that's, that's what's really great about it. Right. It's not a phony interaction. It's like an authentic people that are there want to be there and want to be mentors exactly. and want to share their wisdom or their advice or just whatever it is. I think that that's, um, that's, there's so much value in that. I love that. That's really, really cool. And I think like, you know, also creating some sort not the word that comes to mind is like a whisper network, but also it's like a database of like, what are the great companies that we should all be working at is a really important thing to be doing too. Because like, yes, we know that there are a ton of toxic places in the tech industry, but also like every industry probably also, right? But in ours particularly, like which are ones to stay away from and what are ones that are going to be incredibly like welcoming and positive learning environments, et cetera. So I think the more we can like amplify those places and share that with one another is a really important thing to do too. Sure, exactly. Yeah, the, the, we know at least the people who are here know what our mission is, and mm-hmm. and they accept that, and and they're happy to be here anyway. So yeah, mm-hmm. for sure, it, mm-hmm. it's good to to have that safe space for us, definitely. Mm-hmm. So I think we've kind of touched this, and the question is like, you know, what kept you from entering the tech industry before you did? It sounds like you you didn't think it was possible to enter into. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't think I had a shot at all, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's so cool then to I, like, it sounds like like hearing other people's stories and learning about the different like entry paths into it, um, that are accessible or I don't know, like it's, it's, it's cool that you were able then to learn that it, that wasn't true or to debunk that. Piece. Um, oh, definitely. Like I, I, I still have to remind myself this is happening, you know, like I, <laughs> in the beginning, it was more so like talking myself into believing, even though maybe I didn't, that this was actually going to lead somewhere. Yeah. And now that I'm, I'm getting closer to it, um, I'm starting to actually believe it myself. At first it was kind of like, I hope, and now it's kind of like, I will. So the, yeah. the change has been incredible in this past year, for sure. Definitely. Um, so, okay. I mean, you're, you're on the cusp of graduation. Uh, and so what sort of things are you looking to, um, get into when you're finished and what sort of roles are you, uh, kind of like gunning for, if you will? Sure. Sure. Um, I, I had to think about it. I wasn't sure about like full, full stack front end, back end, Mm -hmm. but I've had some time and I think full stack really suits me well because, um, from painting, I've got a real eye for design. Cool. Maybe, maybe not design, but for detail and yeah. a, little, a little bit for design. Um, and so that create creative side I can express doing front end work, but like I'm so, my brain is so logical. It loves the the problem solving and the, the tinkering and the, and the figuring out. So I like that on the back end as well. So if I can <laughs> find something where I can do full stack and, and have the opportunity to, to work on both, I think that would, that would be amazing for me. Yeah, sure. it, it combines both of those interests. I think that's that's um, an exciting thing to look into then because uh, it's, you know, right brain, left brain, but also like you'll never be bored in a full stack role because you kind of, you know, if the front end piece is not interesting the day, you can then, yeah, like work on the back end of it. I don't know. There's just something really nice. Yeah, there. that would be great. That would yeah. be great. That's how I am with my personal projects. I like to do back end, front end and kind of jump between the two. And I mean, yeah. I'm still learning best practices, so I don't even know 
know if, if I'm going in the right the right order, but it all seems to work out in the end. That's so okay. and I and I do enjoy that jumping between for sure. Sure. Yeah. I think it's cool to be open to exploring it. Uh and then like seeing where it takes you and like what will then be interesting next. Because as we know, there's always something new to be learning in this industry. And so you know, if you pick it too soon or too early, that then closes the door potentially to other things. So yeah, just being like open to where it takes you is also a really fun place to be in. Definitely, definitely. And and that's another thing I love about this industry is that it's so fast paced and changing all the time. (laughs) And there's always something to learn. Like I love learning. I really love learning. Um, and, And this is perfect. I mean, this is perfect for me. I feel like I'm in a dream. I really do. Well, your enthusiasm is contagious. I like am feeling it. <laughs> no, there's just something really exciting about it too. And I think like, yes, I, I, I know that the We Belong Here community is made up of also people that are like, should I do this or considering it? Like, is this something for me? And so I think it's important to talk about this particular stage of the journey because first off, boot camps are tough and they're hard and exhausting. Yeah. So like, to see someone right at the kind of like um, end of the tunnel, that's not the best metaphor to be using because that's like dark and scary, but like you're almost, <laughs> you're almost done with it and finishing it. And there's just like the excitement in that you have is um, kind of like the point and like what you're working for. And uh, I don't know, it's just an important moment in this like kind of winding journey that we're all kind of on. So uh, yeah, there's, um, I'm excited for you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. And, and everybody should go for it. I mean, if, if this interests you a little bit, just go for it. It can't hurt. You know, you can learn stuff even without a boot camp. You can start like I did learning on your own and, and see what you like, you know? Right. And I think that the, like coding, the ability to like the, the technical skills that one learns when learning to code or attending a boot camp, whatever it is, will always behoove you in life. Like that will always just be an interesting thing to add to a resume and something that you're able to do in any role, even if it isn't within the tech industry or a technical role itself. Even if you're like pursuing something in product, like being able to understand how the sauce is made, I'm really mixing metaphors today, but like, you know, (laughs) you're, you're, that you are just so much, it's more advantageous for employers, et cetera, that you kind of get the technical pieces of things because, you know, what isn't in tech these days? Uh, But yeah, I think that's, that's good advice. Do you see your past in painting or even the parts that like when you were like getting, as you say, in trouble, like have helped you today in your role as a software engineer, or do you see those kind of informing one another? Sure. I think I definitely came, well, I'm still painting now while I go to school, but I definitely have to, yeah, yeah, I am for sure. Got to pay the bills, right? No, I Um, applaud it. It's, it's, uh, boot camps are hard to do and then like still be working itself is like a huge thing in itself. So good for you. (laughs) That's like, I appreciate that. Yeah. Oh God. But yeah, I think I took attention for detail the most out of painting and just, you know, building efficiency. It's just, I guess, but that's probably just something I brought into painting myself. I just like to figure out how to make things efficient. And it's just a a thing I like to do. Problem solving. I guess Mm -hmm. I... Yes, I had that before painting, but I, I feel like I didn't have that that keen attention for detail that I did before painting. Um, you kind of have to notice everything. And that's helped me a lot. I think that's definitely helped me a lot. Yeah. Um, or when I was getting in trouble, I think that's helped me now um, just to develop into who I am, to 
to gain self-awareness that I don't think I would have had then had I not gone through that, um, to see life in a, in a certain way that I would not have for sure had I not gone through that to learn to give people chances. And I think mm. that's just a soft skill that's going to translate into, into anything really. Um, I know, I know firsthand people do change and I, I hate to see when, when people are denied chances because of something from their past. So it, mm. I think if anything, that's taught me a lot and helped me in my outlook on life for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not defining someone and not allowing them to to break that or being flexible in understanding like who they are going to become or who they are now uh, is, is all about perspective. Yeah. I think that's very wise and uh, an important thing for someone just to like, you know, have thoughtfully in the back of their head at all times, like in any, and in life and a job, et cetera. But yeah, that's, uh, that's very fair. Yeah, it's it's amazing to me that how the tech community is. I really didn't know. Like I, I've been into tech, but I was never like part of a tech community. Sure. And just seeing how amazing the people are in this community. I mean, more so than not, for sure. Everybody's just been so warm and welcoming and and positive, and it's been an amazing experience for me. I, uh, in the past ten years, I feel like I've made more friends and and relationships in this past year. Um, then in the past 10 years, really, um, it's been so awesome. It really has. Mm, that's, it's so incredible to hear because I think that's exactly, you know, what we're all working to achieve, you know, and I think that it's neat to hear that it's, we're like slowly getting there because there are tons of parts of it that are still toxic, but, uh, I don't know. It's neat to know that the pockets exist where relationships are, are authentic and the mentorship is there genuinely. I don't know. It's just really cool that like humans can be that wonderful sometimes too. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I appreciate how welcoming everyone. Definitely. That I've met so far uh, can you share any life lessons you've learned from your transition to tech? <laughs> um, from my transition to tech? Um, wow. So many. I feel like, God, I, I think the biggest one for me has just been helping people is awesome. Mm-hmm. Helping people is so awesome. Like I get the best feeling ever when not only when I just solve a problem, but when I help somebody else solve a problem. And then later on, I see them talking about code in this new way. Like it's, yeah. it's amazing. I I love it. I really, I really do. I had no idea about that, about myself, but yeah, it's great. Helping people is so awesome. Well, it sounds <laughs> like you are a natural educator. Awesome. Like it sounds like you have a passion for like the education side of things and that you're so, it sounds like you're pretty talented at it. So that's really cool. Thank you. That, I mean, I think when you can teach something, it really helps you learn it also as well. And so, totally, totally. Yeah. yeah um, that, that's great. I love it. Uh, can you tell me about a time that you felt like an outsider and how maybe you've dealt with those feelings? Oh God, all the time, every day, getting ready for this podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> no, nothing against you. It's just, you know, it's something I'm still working on for sure. I mean, not only am I am I new to the to the industry in general, but I've got this this luggage I carry with me. So I, I tend to not push that out of my mind as much as I'd like to. So I, I, I battle with that a bit. But I've I've also been kind of forcing myself into uncomfortable situations because that's the only way I'm going to grow. Yeah. 
for sure. Yeah, for sure. leaning into the uncomfortable things and then exactly what comes of it, and then being like, okay, I didn't die like that. <laughs> I didn't exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and and it gets easier as I go on for sure. Um, even just getting it, thinking about going into a Zoom meeting, like when I was starting Lambda School, was mm. terrifying. And now I I host Zoom meetings for study groups. You know, great. Point. Um, it's just doing it's doing what's uncomfortable, and eventually it's it's less and less uncomfortable. Of course, sure, um, yeah, like yeah. anything. But, but, Are they completely remote? Yeah, yeah, they were before the pandemic. They were, even okay, got it. Um, yeah, yeah, they've always been remote. They're based out of San Francisco, but everything is is remote. Yep. I love that. I mean, it makes it accessible for folks that aren't, yeah, like w- exactly where it is. So that's super important too. And it, it's, again, back to the fact that you're working still, that's really cool. Uh, my program, it was like a, a full-time thing and it wasn't possible to. And so I just, it's neat to be oh. able to like support yourself also through it because then it just becomes about privilege of like, who's able to, you know, not work for a year. And I don't know, there's just exactly. um, inequities that are then created there too. Hello, We Belong Here listeners. Today's episode is sponsored by the new We Belong Here Discord community. I recently have been thinking about ways to continue the conversation with guests after each episode, to foster our community, share resources, and stay connected to both the guests and listeners. And I'm excited because we've created a We Belong Here Discord server. What is Discord, you might be asking? Well, it's a voice, video, and text communication service to talk and hang out with your friends and communities. I know, neat, right? It will be a place for us to connect, share resources, mentor, and build community together. Everyone is welcome, and it promises to be an incredibly inclusive space. It's important to me that everyone has an inclusive community where everyone feels welcome and supported. And this could be yours. If this sounds like something you'd be interested in joining, please do. The link to join is bit.ly slash we belong discord. That's bit.ly forward slash we belong discord, D-I-S-C-O-R-D. Or find a link in my bio on Twitter or Instagram at Lolo Coding. I'm super excited to see you there. I am so excited to be sharing Lambda as a resource now also for listeners too that are like curious about it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I didn't realize that you could do a part-time bootcamp. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when I looked into Lambda, I saw they did have the the full-time option as well as the part-time option mm-hmm. and I couldn't just quit my job. Yeah. You know? So that, that was perfect for me. And yeah, it, they offer a great opportunity. Not, I understand not everybody needs a bootcamp. No, like no, no, some definitely. people can just go out. Yeah. Some people can just go out and learn it on their own. I personally appreciate the structure. I like the accountability. Yeah. I don't know that I need it, but it makes me feel better. So, well, uh, and yeah. it's been great. Yeah. There's something really important to be done about like knowing your best, the way you learn and your learning styles and what works best for you. And so that's like some self-practice yeah. that needs to happen before embarking on the quote unquote journey of learning to code uh, and trying the different versions that exist. Because, you know, if you Google just that sentence, how to learn to code, you'll get a million different things <laughs> and routes and avenues towards it. And so, you know, you, the time spent getting to know yourself as a learner is like time very well spent because 
you could really start pursuing some wrong ones that just aren't a good fit for you as a human and just like as a yeah like student of of it um but yeah no it's uh it's worth it once you figure it out like that piece is itself definitely um yeah okay so can you share um any advice for those that are wanting to transition into tech Oh, just do it. If you even have an inkling that you want to do it, just do it. Oh, man, it's it's awesome. I mean, if, if this stuff interests you, uh, you can't go wrong, really. I, I, just do it. That's my advice. Just just get up and do it. Even if it's not a boot camp, even if you're just learning yourself, whatever it is, just just come on into the party. We're, we're waiting come on for you. into the party. I love it. So, okay, so um, give me some shout outs. Like, what are what do you want listeners to go check out or resources or things like that? Absolutely. Um, if you need structure like I do, check out <laughs> Lambda School for sure. Yeah. Um, if you need an awesome community, if you want to mentor people who maybe don't have the best background, join up with Underdog Devs. You can find them um, at Underdog Devs at, on Twitter. Um, and if you want some awesome mentoring and you have a, a similar background, or if you're maybe from a, a less than privileged background, reach out. Um, it's not just for people who've been in trouble, but you know, if, if you don't have like a privileged background. Um, those are my, my two shout outs for sure. Next chapter, actually, also next chapter helps out people who have been formerly incarcerated. They have an internship pro- or um, an apprenticeship program that they open up awesome. applications for every so often and um, keep an eye out on them for, for when they open up their uh, applications. Um, and those are those are my three shout outs for sure. Amazing. So what's next for you? Are you on to the interviewing stage of things? I'm mock interviewing right now. Um, I'm waiting to hear back on the interview I just did right. and getting ready. I should be done in the beginning of February. So, Very and then insane. part of the, actually part of the Lambda curriculum, which is really awesome is um, they have a, a team of career coaches and they have yeah. their own like job board and they, after you get endorsed, which is graduation, they, mm-hmm. they spend your time, you focus in on the job search with yeah. help. So looking forward to that. Great. Good for you. That's incredible. Uh, I love it. Okay. So, and where can people find you online? On Twitter. I'm not super tweety, but I'm on there <laughs> and I, and I, fo- and I follow back for sure. And I love reading and, and retweeting. <laughs> um, I'm at underscore Jess Bonanno. Um, if you like m- making green check boxes on GitHub, I'm Jess Bonanno on GitHub and I don't really do social media. So those are my only two. All right. No, that's very good. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. I, I appreciate you so, so much. Uh, and I'm so Thank excited so to much. see the rest of your journey and where, where things go from here. I appreciate it. I'll keep you posted for sure. Lauren. Awesome. Thanks. Okay. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye-bye. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I'm Lauren Lee. Thank you for listening to We Belong Here. If you have any questions about this or any other episode, find me on Twitter at Lolo Coding. That's L-O-L-O-C-O-D-I-N-G. Shoot me an email or leave a comment on the We Belong Here website. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please subscribe and review the show on your podcast player of choice. And be sure to check us out next week for another story and lessons learned from an unconventional path to tech.